welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachecki. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts so you too can reach your goals using food and most importantly, enjoy the process. I love that we're talking about how dietitians go out to eat because... I went out to eat last night on a Wednesday evening for a semi-special occasion, and it was a perfect timing. What was the occasion? Well, okay, so if you're here in Orlando, there is a new food hall concept that's opened up, and essentially what it is is this big building that's got nine different restaurants, like cocktail bars, and you sit down and you order what you want from any of the nine you know, restaurants, you can get an app from one place or you can get a dessert from another and they just bring it to you. And it's connected to my apartment building and they did a grand soft opening for everybody who lives in my building. So it was just us only. And if we showed up, we got a free gift, which is this giant, I brought it in today, a giant water bottle like this thing. Is that a half a gallon? Yeah, a half a gallon. And this (laughs) literally could knock somebody out. So they said, if you show up, you get a gift and... I don't know. I think it's actually a pretty good gift. But yeah. Those are probably like $24. They were giving those out for free. $24. That's so (laughs) extreme. I would say like $24.95, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Maybe I'll post a picture of it on social media so you guys can see. But I'll be hydrated. I'll be hydrated. But that I don't usually go to eat on a Wednesday night. It was just a bunch of my friends in my apartment building decided, heck, let's go out. Let's try it. And it was pretty good. Is that kind of a rule for you in your head that you don't really eat out throughout the week? It's just easier for me because I do my grocery shopping at the beginning of the week and I just plan my meals. So unless I know I have something scheduled, it's just a way for me to save money and, you know, eat healthier food. Right. Yeah, but I'm not going to be like a Nazi about it if something comes up that I really want to do. Or if my friend asks me to go to dinner and it's something fun and I'm in the mood or I have time... I can be flexible. Yeah. I think I think my MO is like if you're gonna go out to eat during the week, make a smart decision. Yeah. I think my weekend decisions are like whatever the hell I wanna eat, mm-hmm. I'll eat it. But I think Monday through Friday, if for whatever reason I don't have something prepped or any ideas for dinner, I just need to grab something. I have that little thing in my head that's like, pick something healthy. Don't get the fried rice with blah 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 because you're just gonna feel like crap and you're probably not gonna sleep good and you're gonna wake up tomorrow not feeling your best and you've got to get through this week girl and you can't do that on fried rice and orange chicken well (laughs) i definitely did not eat healthy last (laughs) night i split ceviche with someone which was good that's and then i had a fried chicken sandwich (laughs) oh okay how was this fried chicken sandwich it was pretty dang good okay but here's my reasoning it's not like i need an excuse this place is so expensive <laughs> that when oh. I sat down, I was like, <laughs> like, I had just spent a bunch of money at a music festival this past week, like mm-hmm. a ton of money. And I did not want to spend $30 on a salmon filet with rice and broccoli. Yeah. I have some clients who go out to eat a lot. Mm-hmm. And for one guy, 
what really helped him. So he was going out of town a lot in the next month or so. And we agreed that if he was going to go out to eat on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, he had to pick the healthiest thing on the menu mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. each place because he was going out to eat so much. That I was like, if you're getting a big sirloin and mashed potatoes and blah, blah, blah every single night, you're not going to see mm-hmm. any, type, any type of results. It's just not possible. And so he agreed with me and he emailed me, I think it was like the next day or two days later, and he had gone somewhere like a top golf kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And he got something on the menu that he never would have. It was like a quinoa cauliflower something bowl. He's like, I never even would have looked at it. Yeah. He's like, my wife got the burger and fries. My kid got like a club sandwich and I got this quinoa whatever <laughs> bowl. And he's like, it was actually delicious. It yeah. was so good. And it's something I never would have looked at before. So I'm like, yeah, you'll be surprised if you just go in with that goal of, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to find the healthiest thing on this menu and I'm just going to choose that. Mm-hmm might actually be good might surprise you keeps it simple and it keeps the guesswork out i feel like if you go into an eating out situation and you don't have any sort of game plan or you don't think about it ahead it's so easy to get overwhelmed by all of the different options most of which aren't the healthiest and when you have so many options it's hard to just make a direct decision Mm -hmm. like you might see that quinoa cauliflower bowl but then you know the fried chicken sandwich catches your eye or the burger or whatever it might be and you can find yourself talking yourself into ordering what you actually want versus what you know you should be eating i think my recommendations for people differ based on how Mm. often totally they're going out so if it's the type of person who's only going out once a week Mm -hmm. I don't want them to stress about what they're choosing. Mm -mm. I want them to go and choose the thing that they really want, whether it's a fried chicken sandwich or spaghetti or whatever it is, because they're only going Mm -hmm. out once. It's a Saturday. It's a special occasion. But for my people who are Uber Eats every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then they're going out Saturday night and going to brunch on Sunday, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. Yeah. I would also add on to that. I also get to know that person's portion control. Mm-hmm. If they're the kind of person who has no problem eating one third or one half of what they're eating and taking it home or just sending it back, it's going to be a little bit different based on what their goals are or their confidence and their ability to stop eating when they feel full. So if somebody's going out three or four times a week, but most of the time they don't overeat or they just kind of pick at their meal, that might also differ a little bit in, in how, I guess, direct you have to be when you're ordering out. Have you noticed that a lot of people really underestimate the amount of times that they're eating out? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, they do. They'll say like two or three. And then Mm -hmm. as we dig deeper, they're going out for every meal on the weekend, ordering in a few times during the week, going out for lunch with coworkers, going through the Starbucks drive through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it adds up a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of times people think, oh, yeah, two or three times Mm -hmm. a week. And then they recognize, oh, I go out Friday night. Saturday, I might not eat breakfast or we'll go for like a late breakfast or I'll be running around and I'll get lunch out, Mm -hmm. go through Chick-fil-A, whatever. Always go to eat on Saturday night and then something on Sunday, at least one meal. And and then that doesn't even count Mm -hmm. anything throughout the week if you're grabbing lunch or breakfast. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, when I moved to Orlando a couple of years ago and the more I started to go out in the social scene and make more friends here, 
and just be on my own it is so much easier to be susceptible to going out to eat all the time because it's such a social thing when i think about in college we were all broke and so yeah. none of us were going out to eat yeah and then growing up in my house we never would order in or go out to eat on a weekday never we would maybe do pizza on fridays and dinner out on saturday and if we were running errands maybe we would get lunch somewhere casual but we never ate out on weekdays. We never got coffee in the morning. Like that just wasn't what my family did. And then I started learning from other people and seeing, oh, that's how you've always eaten or mm-hmm. that's like the norm for you because maybe you came from a place where your family did that. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like really read myself in and say, okay, like I have to make some boundaries here. I can't just go out to eat on Tuesday for girls night or host a cheese and wine night because it's Thursday and all of us want to do something before the weekend Yeah, because it gets out of control and it gets expensive and then you just kind of feel a little bit chaotic. Yeah. I had a client <clears throat> yesterday who he works at the Apple store at the mall mm-hmm. and so for every lunch or dinner where he's working he goes to the food hall at the mall yeah (laughs) and we were talking about and because he has co-workers who are super healthy and they prep their meals and they're sitting there eating their like chicken and rice and their veggies that they prepped and then Mm -hmm. he's coming back with like pizza or chipotle or chick-fil-a or whatever he chooses that day and he's like it just makes me feel like such shit when i see everybody eating healthy and then i bring this in he's like but i don't know how to cook Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to like i'm not gonna prep these things like they're doing he's like it just looks so amazing and balanced and he was just like in awe and he's like it's just not on my radar to be able to do that so for him we talked about doing freshly Mm -hmm. which is the meal kit where you just heat and eat everything and he looked at the menu and he's like okay like all this stuff looks really good and it's already really balanced Mm -hmm. and it's done for me Mm. and we talked about the price and he's like you know what i i think it was like 8.99 per meal basically the the one that he was going to choose. And he's like, I spend way more mm-hmm. than that, mm-hmm. honestly. He's like, so when you look at it and it adds up all the meals at once, it seems like a big expense. Like, but I know I'm spending more money mm-hmm. than that just going to that food hall. Um, at least $10 oh, on for a sure. meal. So, so for him, that was going to help him a lot because those meals are portion controlled, calorie controlled. They've got good carbs and proteins and fats and veggies, mm-hmm. which he's not getting at all when he's one of the food hall. They were nutrient-dense foods. One of the things, you know, when I think of clients like him that we have to talk about when someone's used to going out to eat for every single meal or most meals is not every single meal you eat needs to be earth-shattering gourmet deliciousness. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, this mind-blowing meal every time you eat. You can keep things simple and it will taste good if it's just lunch on Tuesday or dinner on Wednesday. It doesn't have to be you know, a cheese steak smothered in cheese with fries and ketchup and a Coke. Excuse me. Whoa, I just choked on my own spit um, with a Coke. Like, it's okay to keep things simple and then enjoy those things, like you said, when it's really worth it or once in a while on the weekends. Yeah, one of the things I explained to him, too, is this spectrum where it's on one end is the guy who goes through the drive-thru mm-hmm. and so you go through this drive-thru and you don't know how your food is made mm-hmm. you don't know who is making it you don't know the nutrient content of it mm-hmm. you don't know where that beef was raised mm-hmm. you know literally nothing about your food you get it through a window and you shove it in your face as you're driving mm-hmm. so there's absolutely zero connection to that food mm-hmm. in any way mm-hmm. and then on the very other end of the spectrum is 
Farmer Joe, mm-hmm. who raises his own cattle and chickens and ducks and has a stream where they get their water from mm-hmm. and his own well, and he grows his own vegetables and any kind of processing that's done to his food, he knows about it mm-hmm. because he does it. So he is so connected to everything that shows up on his plate. And so I'm like, I'm not trying to tell you, like, you need to go buy land and become a farmer, but how can we get you a little bit more connected to your mm-hmm. food? Mm-hmm. And so I think the next step from that drive through is a place like a Chipotle or a Fresh mm-hmm. Kitchen or somewhere where you can make a little bit more decisions. You can see the people making your food, mm-hmm. putting it together. You can choose brown rice versus white rice. You can choose chicken or beef. You're more involved mm-hmm. in that decision. And then I think the next step would be actually going into a grocery store and maybe buying the 90-second rice and getting Mm -hmm. a can of beans or maybe getting some pre-made proteins and kind of putting your own bowl together Mm -hmm. or making your own guacamole to throw on top of Mm -hmm. that bowl. And so there's just these little tiny, like, minute decisions that get you a little bit more involved in your meals. And I think the more involved you are, the better off you're going to be and the healthier the decision that you're going to be making. The more you appreciate what you're eating and you're more likely going to savor and slow down and make those healthier decisions. Mm -hmm. Depending on who I work with, sometimes I'll really lay on the tough love thick, like smeared on like thick creamy peanut butter, where if they look at me, they're like, but I don't want to cook anything. Like I hate cooking. I hate dishes. I kind of want to say, like, too bad. Like, grow up, you're a 35-year-old... said that before. Yeah, yeah. you're mm-hmm. a 35-year-old man who doesn't know how to fry an egg. Like, you, this is a basic life skill. And yeah, we live in a world that everything is convenient. I mean, I always say you can throw a rock in any direction and you're going to hit something with food in it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a Starbucks or a gas station or a quick fast food restaurant, you're going to be able to get food at the snap of your fingers, but look at the consequence. Exactly. Look at the things that are happening when people are eating those foods in mass quantities over and over and over again. Just like if you don't have the basic life skill of cleaning your house, you're going to live in filth. You're going to have smells. You're going to have bugs. There's consequences if you don't know how to take care of yourself. And cooking is just one of those things that doesn't have to be over or complicated. You can find hacks and shortcuts, but grow up and cook something, it's going to probably be an equal amount of time as it would take for you to go out and grab something and come home. Mm-hmm. I think there there has to be a balance. It does not mean you have to mm-hmm. be a gourmet chef and cook every single night. Mm-hmm. You, I cook twice a week. Mm-hmm. I cook on mm-hmm. either Sundays or Mondays and Wednesdays or Thursdays mm-hmm. and that's it. I yeah. do not cook every night. I'm not getting my dishes out and my pans and all that kind of stuff so, and you don't have to and you can do a combination of shortcuts and cooking. So something like Freshly mm-hmm. or Publix now has a ton of those ready-made meals. It And once I explained that to the Apple guy, all these different shortcuts that he can take, he's like, okay, like this makes me feel more empowered. Mm-hmm. I was just looking at these bowls that everybody has and I'm like, oh wow, they spent a lot of time mm-hmm. like putting this together and trying to figure out how to piece it and looking up recipes. And he's like, I don't even need a recipe mm-hmm. for the stuff that we talked about, yeah. which you don't. It's just, if you have those basic skills, we can make it work for you. But yeah, you might have to get out a pan every mm-hmm. once in a while and grow up and get your pan out. Yeah, sorry. my vi- <laughs> I can't hear you over my violin right now. I don't feel any sympathy. <laughs> Now, that reminds me of a really cool client I had. She's awesome. And she was one of these girls that would like get into the gym every single day and sling heavy weights. And one of the things we uncovered is we found her lifting so many weights was an excuse for her to go out and pig out and order in and get a bunch <laughs> of fast food or eat a whole Chipotle bowl by herself. 
after these workouts because she's like, oh, my muscles need the fuel, which is true to a degree, but she was using that as an excuse to just eat whatever she wants. And she felt horrible and she would even prep things and just not want to eat it. So we had to change how she thought about post-workout nutrition and how she thought about working out so that she wasn't starving or craving these mass quantities of fast food and, and using lifting heavy weights as a reason to eat whatever she wanted Mm -hmm. and so once she started cooking at home now she enjoys it and she was telling me she's like I can't believe how easy it is for me at lunchtime just to decide to go into my pantry get some tuna and crackers and bell peppers and just eat that with a little bit of mashed avocado it's so easy and I crave it now I don't even want fast food Mm -hmm. so sometimes you might have little subconscious excuses to why you can or deserve or reward yourself with eating out and it's okay to look yourself in the mirror and say like oh this is what I've been doing and it's not working for me anymore I need to toss that excuse in the bin and and try something new I think people get very surprised by how easy it is to have your own stuff Mm -hmm. in front of you and ready people convince themselves that it's easier to go through a Mm drive-thru and quicker to go through a drive-thru or quicker to go grab something or quicker to order something when actually the easiest thing is to open your refrigerator heat something up or Mm -hmm. open something from your refrigerator and just start eating it and so once they get into that routine they're like oh wow Mm -hmm. like it's way more of an effort for me to get out my phone pick the place I want to order from pick the thing Mm -hmm. I want to order okay it's going to be 35 minutes until it gets here I'm going to have to time that out right I've got to tip this person I've got to be at my door I've got to go and it's actually more effort and more decisions to have to go and do that than it is to just grab the thing out of your refrigerator so the mantra I say is make the healthiest decision the easiest decision yes and if you do that and it's done for you you're gonna make that decision especially if your excuse is I don't have time I'm too busy during the work week Mm -hmm. well if you're too busy do the thing that's the quickest which is just grabbing something out of your Mm -hmm. fridge doesn't have to be a whole production one thing I want to add to that whole uber eats and ordering in point is how often have you gotten an Uber Eats order that doesn't even like come out the way you wanted it to? It's always cold or it's sloppy or all the things are just kind of mashed up. Like it's never like a really satisfying experience. And it costs you like a ton of extra money. Mm-hmm. Anytime I've ordered Uber Eats, I get pissed at myself. I'm like, why didn't I, why did I do that? Like that was not worth it. Yeah. And it's just not the same experience as opening up out of that little brown box as it is getting like the place. Because yeah. I've ordered from nicer places too where you mm-hmm. sit down and it, the meal's on the plate and it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's the right temperature mm-hmm. and then you get it from Uber Eats and you pay more for it and it's just not as exciting or good. What would you say to a client who told you, I work from home, I'm at home all day long, going out to eat for breakfast, like going to the Starbucks drive-thru or going out to get lunch is like my treat for me. Okay, so we have to go through like, why is this your treat? Mm -hmm. What are you actually craving? Are you craving like human interaction? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you're craving human interaction, how can we get that for you on a daily basis in a healthier Mm -hmm. way? Mm -hmm. And so do you need to go join a yoga class Mm -hmm. or CrossFit or Orange Theory or one of those things that's going to get you around like-minded individuals? Mm -hmm. Or if it's not something that's working out, is there a hobby that we need to start so that you're Mm -hmm. going and you're doing this every Tuesday night or Wednesday night so you 
confined your tribe of people like is that what you're actually missing is that human interaction and you're giving yourself that excuse that if I go through this drive-thru I can actually see some people or talk to some people um and if it's just like I need to get out of my house you know what else is outside of your house everything your tennis shoes (laughs) and your dog leash Mm -hmm. you know like go outside and take a walk Mm -hmm. you don't need to go outside to get food exactly exactly I think it's kind of reframing it as get a life in the (laughs) sweetest way. It's like go live a full life, go do things, make your life interesting. If the most interesting thing about your Monday through Friday work week is going to Taco Tuesday at Tijuana Flats, then is that how you want to go through your existence? Probably not. And there's probably some consequences. So don't be afraid to schedule some things. You know, same with that client I was just talking about. One of the things that we had to change up was she was keeping herself from doing a lot of fun things because she was so committed to her gym routine that Mm. her gym routine would take up too much time for her to go to the dog park, go to dog walks, hang out with her girlfriends on the weekdays, cook, blah, blah, blah. So we actually had to change up her workout schedule and how she worked out. So now all of her activities, she's like doing things outside with friends or her dogs Mm -hmm. and not obsessing over going out to eat and ordering in. So it's just shaking up your routine a little bit. And I told her, I tell this to everyone, if you hate this, if you hate trying something new, you don't have to do it. You can always go back to the way you were living your life. There's nobody putting a gun to your head saying, you can never go back to how you've been eating. This is an experiment and you paid us or you sought out this information, you sought out ideas to change what you're doing so you get different results. This is our suggestion. Give it a month and if you hate it, go back. Back when I was a clinical dietitian and my day was very mundane, Mm -hmm. it was the same thing every day and the weeks just tended to go by and it was just like there's nothing exciting happening um we started this thing called we called it go night and it Mm. just go stood for get out night like get out and do something different and so it was every wednesday night and we would just rotate who got to pick what we did and so sometimes it would be like go to tijuana flats Mm -hmm. but sometimes it would be like go to this park or go do yoga or go Mm. walk around this track but it was something that was like new and different and Obviously, the different people would pick whatever it was that they wanted to do, but it was something that just kind of broke up yeah. the work week that's for us. That's a brilliant idea. Go night. Go night. I love it. I think that's really great. I think it's great to have things in your life that make life worth living that aren't just centered around food. There can be food involved, but if you want bonus points, make that food from home and bring it with you. If you're going to the park... It's not that hard to put together a healthier charcuterie board or some healthy sandwiches. And how fun is a picnic? Like, yeah. bring that stuff with you and just, like, sit at the lake mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, that sounds Play like game. a blast. Yeah. yeah, I would do that. We should do that. <laughs> Next nutrition awareness meeting, picnic in the park. Yeah, I'm down for it. So one thing I wanted to end this on is talking about a few little tips for when you do go out to eat. Okay. So if you're going out to eat and it's a night where... Maybe you haven't gone out to eat in three or four days, semi-special occasion, you're with a group of friends or family. How do you approach that? I tell people to pick your treat. Mm -hmm. So if you're going out to Mexican food, you cannot have three margaritas and the Mm -hmm. chips and queso and the fried chimichanga and churros Mm -hmm. for dessert. Mm -hmm. Like you just ruined your week and it's Mm -hmm. only Thursday. Mm -hmm. Pick your treat. So if you love the margaritas at this place, Get yourself a margarita, mm-hmm. but then get something that's smarter, like mm-hmm. the fajitas, or skip the queso and mm-hmm. just do the chips and salsa instead. Or if you're going somewhere and you 
absolutely love the cheesecake and you know you want to get cheesecake it's the highlight of going to this place okay cool pick something better Mm -hmm. for your entree and so when i say something better like maybe work it around the protein pick Mm -hmm. the protein first so maybe like a six ounce steak or salmon or a white fish or chicken or something like that and then try and find a complex carb like Mm -hmm. Maybe it's beans and rice. Maybe it's a sweet potato and throw on some veggies, get Mm -hmm. a side salad, something like that. So then you can share the cheesecake, enjoy the cheesecake, but don't also get three glasses of wine. Yeah. I think the alcohol gets people. Mm -hmm. I call it the pick two out of five. It's you pick two things of a list of five and each one individual thing counts. So one could be a sugary drink. So if you get a Pepsi and a glass of wine, that counts as your two. Mm -hmm. So a sugary drink, an appetizer a chipper bread basket, a decadent entree, which would be like that chimichanga or fettuccine alfredo, and then a split dessert or a really small personal size dessert. Okay. So you pick two things. If you get one glass of wine and then you split a piece of cheesecake, well, then you probably don't need the bread basket with butter and you probably don't need to split the potato skins as an appetizer and your entree, like you said, should be a little bit more dialed in and carb or sugar conscious. Cool. I like that. So... I think for our people who are going out to eat more than a few times a week, you need to set yourself some kind of parameters for the type of people who you go out to eat once, maybe two times in a month, just go order whatever you want Mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And whenever I have a client who goes out to eat like once or twice a month and then they ask me like, what should I be doing when I go out to eat at the end of the consult? I'm like, don't worry about that. (laughs) Yeah. Like bigger fish to fry. Don't worry about it. It's the same question as like, Mm -hmm. what coffee should, what creamer should I be putting in my coffee? And it's like, okay, we can work on this in like week seven. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Right. When there's like little fine tuning things that you want to change. But yeah, if you're not somebody who goes out to eat or orders in, I group those at the same, as the same thing. Sure. Then yeah live your life I mean you never want to leave a restaurant feeling uncomfortably full like I remember being like a little kid just eating a ton of food at a restaurant and just being like kind of sick afterward because mm-hmm. I was just so excited to be going out to eat mm-hmm. well that's not a really good feeling either so don't step yourself don't be afraid to take things home or push the plate away it's not the end of the world but order what you want if it's once in a while like one me. thing to keep in mind too is I don't know the science behind this, but there's a saying that it takes 20 minutes for your Mm -hmm. stomach to realize that you are full or your brain to realize that your stomach is full. And so Mm -hmm. if you had that experience where you eat a bunch and you're out to eat and then you're headed home and then on the drive home, you're like, oh, whereas when you're at the restaurant, you're like, I'm fine. Like, Mm -hmm. let's get dessert. And then you're fine. And then on the way home, you're like, oh, God, I am not fine. So just keeping that in mind that eating slow and making those decisions like, okay, it's going to take me 20 minutes to actually feel the fullness that I actually am Mm -hmm. can maybe help you make a better decision. Oh, that's such a good tip. I had a client who eats really fast and I challenged him. I said, every time you eat for this week, put a timer on. I think we, we focused on lunch. Put a timer on for 20 minutes and stretch that meal out to 20 minutes, <laughs> whether you're watching a YouTube video for 20 minutes or you're listening to something on your phone or just have a timer on. Last bite. Even if there's one bite left and you get to eight minutes, don't take that last bite till you get to 20 minutes and then decide if you're still hungry. Yeah. And if you're still hungry after that 20 minutes, okay, maybe you can get something else, but chances are you're not going to be. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he was like, yeah, that was that was difficult, but I was able to just eat what was on my plate. Yeah, it's just reframing the the connection with the food because you're not connected with that food when it's down the hatch in five minutes. And so your brain's going to be like, go get more, go get more, despite your stomach probably being fine and full. 
you know, that's something that I struggle with, especially when I'm eating a meal alone. I'll kind of just be distracted while I eat it. But when I go out to eat, I find that's a lot easier. For mm-hmm. me personally, I know everyone's different, but if I'm talking and I'm engaged, maybe I'm just a little bit more self-aware of how I look when I'm eating in front of other people. It's a lot easier for me to order something like the chicken sandwich last night and not finish it because it's taking me a lot longer to to eat it. Yeah. So everyone's a little bit different. Somebody might be out to eat and they're just woofing it down. Somebody else might slow down. So know yeah. thyself. Yeah. So wrapping up this episode, just wanted to remind you guys that we are still doing our monthly giveaway. If you screenshot this episode, if you found it helpful, and tag us on Instagram in your stories or on a post at nutrition.awareness, we're going to enter you in a giveaway to win a $5 gift card to your favorite coffee shop. If you don't drink coffee, we'll send you a gift card to Amazon. And if you leave a review on Apple iTunes, screenshot it and tag us in Instagram stories, you get five bonus entries to our giveaway. Unlimited entries if you share all 100, and I think this is 100 and... 11 episodes Ooh. plus the two mini episodes then you'll get 111 plus two entries so cool. don't forget to tag us um healthy or not yes we're talking about vegan desserts vegan desserts today have you had the vegan donuts from market on south yes the ones with the fruity pebbles on them i don't know if i've had the fruity pebble ones but i've had it's like bahala bahala mm-hmm. it's they taste like normal donuts mm, they are so good they're, they're really good. better than normal donuts really? they're so good i don't know i, I crave those i don't crave any other donuts really? i only i only crave their donuts it might be the mm. shape for me they're you know square. like square That's i'm into that i don't know why maybe because you're a square <laughs> no. i don't crave donuts period but i think they're really good and you can't tell that they're vegan Mm -hmm. like with most like gourmet vegan restaurants you can't tell when something's vegan anymore but you know why a vegan dessert just means there's not dairy milk and there's not eggs that's it and it's not really that hard to make something good without dairy and eggs there's so many substitutions that you can do and still make yeah and still make these things taste good so Bottom line, if it says vegan, it's not any healthier mm. for you. Aren't Oreos vegan? Yeah, Oreos are vegan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like just if you're ever questioning, just put that in your head. Like Oreos mm. are vegan. Yeah. Just because something says it's vegan does not mean in any way that mm-hmm. it is healthier for you. Just like when something says gluten free, mm-hmm. just because it's a gluten free donut, it's not making you it's any true. better. Unless you have a reason to be gluten free. Yeah, these vegan desserts taste good for a reason. Yeah, they right? put a bunch of sugar in them and taste coconut delicious. oil or whatever it is. So, yeah. Um, don't convince yourself if you're out somewhere like, yes, I should get this dessert because it's vegan. It means yeah. it's healthier for me. Yeah, it's just like saying carrot cake's healthy because it's got carrots in it. Oh my gosh. I have a friend who has a friend. Okay. <laughs> she is diabetic and was eating carrot cake around a bunch of people. And someone was like, hey, like, how does that work with like your blood sugars and stuff? And she was like, well, whenever I get cake, I make sure I only pick carrot cake because it's better for me. Or Send I don't in. know how she Send I don't in. know how she phrased it and my friend was like, "Oh, you're not serious, right?" And she was like, "Oh no, like it's carrot cake." And I was like, "What?" Wait, like someone actually thinks that carrot cake is no, it's not. banana bread. <laughs> no. Jesus. Like that doesn't make it in any way healthier just cuz we throw some carrots in with 
17 cups of sugar it doesn't make it any better this woman needs to book an appointment <laughs> asap you. however i will say new moon market in college park uh-huh. they have these little like dessert energy ball things and they have these carrot cake energy balls and all the the ingredients are like dates carrots cinnamon like i actually think they're kind of good for you they're still gonna be sweet um but they are delicious and i don't feel bad about eating those on a wednesday Mm -mm. no (laughs) because they're just like a bunch of fruit on the side of whatever yeah it'd be similar to eating like a little bit of indulgent rx bar or something like that yeah, I mean, it's still probably going to be a calorically dense food if yeah. that's something you're concerned about, but it's going to have fiber and nutrients and it's going to have healthy ingredients. Mm-hmm. So in summary, 95% of vegan desserts, including any kind of vegan or non-vegan <laughs> carrot cake, probably not going to be any healthier than a traditional dessert, maybe a little bit more sustainable and healthier for you if you've got certain allergies, but don't let that little plant next to the menu item trick you that says it's vegan. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.